and then I went on into the game and then the free kick opportunity came in and I still remember the girl like the teammate Ratan Bala was there with me so like she came up to me and then she was like tu maar pura tu pura maar and I was like okay <laughs> and I kept the ball I I went back I took the steps and I just took a deep breath and I just went for the kick and I got it and like you know since then it has just been like of course the learning of how you need to believe in yourself that you can do something because i was actually waiting for someone to tell me and like i guess ratan bala coming to me and telling me like you know you can go for it and go for the goal that kind of gave me that confidence and that made me understand that i am capable am i capable of so i guess getting that goal and getting that um, getting the mvp and like winning the tournament has been like a personal achievement and like a personal learning of growth and development for myself as a player and as an individual that was dalima chiba speaking about that free kick which cemented her position as one of the best players in the indian women's team Hello, I'm Sandeep Menon and welcome to Injury Time Podcast. This is a special one, folks, as we have our first show with an Indian women footballer and we are delighted that it's Dalima. Not just because she's a great conversation, but also because she's able to tell us about this particular free kick, her performance in the SAF, playing for India, her life in Canada where she's studying and playing for the Bisons, youth sports psychology. It's a jam-packed show, so check it out. First of all, thank you for coming. Uh, the first female footballer to feature, Dalim uh, <laughs> Chibar is here with us. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm pretty honored to be the first woman footballer or like the first woman athlete on the podcast. So thank, thank you for having me on board. So what's happening uh, in Canada? You in, you're still in Canada, right? Yeah. So I'm still in Canada. Uh, the situation here regarding COVID-19 is much better. Manitoba is managing pretty well. The situation is getting better and better here, but we still do not have any updates regarding the professional um, season and how it's going to proceed. But yeah, I'm still in Canada. I'm stuck here. I would want to be back in India. I would want to spend some time with my family. And but yeah, I'm here and I am practicing here and I'm taking care of myself. <laughs> so uh, how has this lockdown been? By the way, India, everything is open. other than in maharashtra and uh, delhi and couple of other like i live in bangalore everything oh. is okay oh all, no. <laughs> yeah, lockdown, everything was everything was shut like you could not i mean it wasn't a lockdown but it was like the government ha- had asked everybody to self self quarantine themselves but all the restaurants all the bars all the malls all the public places everything all the businesses everything was shut so nobody was going to work everybody was in their houses doing self quarantine and everything so everybody was following the rules here and like everything was taken care of so it has been a ride but it has been i guess a ride where all of us especially me i have got to learn a lot about myself and what my likes and dislikes are and i got time to do uh things that i love doing and i wouldn't otherwise get time to do and with with the busy schedule with running here for classes and going for practices and matches so i guess it was it was good because uh with like i could train myself at home but also like i got time i got 
like a little time spare for myself to do things that I like to do. So it has been a good learning point as well. And yeah. But uh, how did you keep yourself active during this time? Um, during the lockdown, I used to make sure that I was like training. Also, like um, our coaches used to send us weekly schedules. So we used to have weekly schedules come up on our mails and we would have like on what days, what um, sessions are we supposed to do. So like particular days would be for cardios and particular days would be for like strength and particular days would be for ball skills. So you would get all the weekly schedule. And um, after at the end of every week, we would report whatever training we've been doing and how and how we've been progressing with the training and everything so we used, we were supposed to report it and all the workouts that were there with uh with the little equipment that we had here so like i i would use that equipment and then i would like i was keeping myself active i had a treadmill at home so i was i was running i was getting my cardio done with the treadmill and i was mixing up some uh workouts and i was yeah, I was just I was just keeping myself fit because uh, you could not play much of football at that time. So it was all about keeping the fitness intact. So I, w- so I was just doing that like morning, evening. It gave me more time and it gave me so I, I could do like more sessions. I could do two sessions as well because I was just at home and I had to practice at home. So I was just getting I was just making sure that I was getting regular hours into physical training every every day of every week except except for Sundays but but like I was making sure that I was getting the recovery and like the proper like nutritious food and like my trainings and giving specific hours to everything. Before shit hit the fan with all this coronavirus thing you were part of the bisons. Right. right. And so how was that experience here you were you know the international team uh, yeah. the MVP in that SAF tournament, the girl who scored that fantastic free kick. So right. how was it going from here to Canada? And uh, what has the change been? How was the situation there? There you are an international player coming to a college. So what was it right. like for you? Uh, I guess the transition was pretty smooth. And um, also after my uh, time with the national team when I moved here, it was like everybody was pretty welcoming. And it was definitely a great change of atmosphere, a great change of environment, a great change of um, the team and like how like the team works and like the professional structure of the game. Because um, here it was like when I came here and our season started, it was like it was the first time I was exposed to um, and a sports, a football infrastructure which had home, which had home and away matches and every every weekend I would either be away from I, w- I would be away playing matches and then I had some home matches and then there was like derby weekends so like we don't really have those kind of things here so like it was pretty exciting it was something new and um it was exciting to be a part of new team and to get to know more players because in the team and the Bisons we have players from the US we have players from Brazil, from Colombia, we have players from Mexico coming in. So I guess it's it's a good blend of different kinds of players. And it was very exciting to come to a new environment and to be able to test my own abilities and capabilities as a player that I have developed my that I have developed in myself along the time that I played with the national team and for the clubs back in India. So I guess it was a good platform to test myself and for a sports person, it's 
that's all that we require is like the new being exposed to new environments and being exposed to new situations in the game which actually make us realize how good or like you know what level we stand on and what are the weaknesses that we need to work on so i guess along with all the excitement and everything it was a very good learning for me to understand myself in terms of in comparison to where I stand and like what are the things that I need to improve on when I move out of my 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 own country and my comfort zone and what what are the things I need to work on so I get guess the transition was pretty smooth but um it got pretty exciting it was good to know different players it was good to know and like ups and downs are there in the game every time and then yeah injuries were coming along but I guess it was it was all good in the end and we as as a team we got like one of the best results in like since 2008 we got one of the best results in the last season so i guess i, w- I guess that was a plus point as well so it was good it has been great playing with the bisons and it has been a lot of learning and a lot of like it has been a big experience for me moving out of my comfort zone and being here as well as pursuing my masters and being a student athlete so yeah so uh, what is the level like in terms of football do you feel like it was a higher level or were you comfortable with the level of football there was it yeah. very easy for you to climb up or did you have to work hard or was it the same the thing is like the game is i wouldn't really say that the game in some places is better than the other one it's just like the way the game is looked at and the game is played is very different so in india when we used to play the game was so much about just tactical and tactical and tactical instead of focusing instead of as well focusing on the fitness aspect of it and physical aspect of it and like the game of the speed and the intensity of the speed uh, of the game so when i came here the game was a lot more faster it was a lot more like it was high intensity you could not you could not walk on the field you cannot walk on the field it was there was so much of more high intensity here and then the game was very physical like the players will go at you they will not leave you so like somewhere and sometimes in india we have noticed because it's still a growing like because the game is still in the growing phase and like players are not as much exposed to the game so like here it was all about like players are coming at you you have to be physically strong you have to look after your strength you have to look after your fitness so i guess it wasn't it wasn't really a hard transition for me considering that my father has been my coach and before he started coaching me he made sure that he traveled to different parts of the world and then he saw what football was like and like um you know how he should go about training myself and he got his education in the sport from different clubs from different parts of the countries so i guess that somewhere helped me have an understanding of what the game is like abroad like outside of india and i guess um for me as a kid i was pretty fortunate to have my father as my coach because he had all the insights of the game and how it is played so i remember him when he went to the us to see the game and to have like and he took one of his teams to the us to play uh, his club team that time he came back and then he told me how the game was like and then how girls go hard at at each other and like you know that there's no mercy like they will they will go hard and like they will push you around and there's a lot of physicality involved in the game so i guess that that is one of the reasons why the transition was pretty smooth but considering the game is here the game is a lot more faster it is a lot more physical it is 
so quick. You have to be very spontaneous. You have to be very quick in making decisions. And nobody is going to give you that space or like nobody's going to be light, light with you, no matter whether you're friends on and off the field or like whatever it is. When you're in the field, you have to you have to be there and you have to be present. But it is but it was like like in, in totality, it, it was all good. And um, it, it, is, it has actually it has actually been really good playing here and like, you know, getting that experience and getting that mentality and understanding how football is like outside of India. And the last time we spoke was just before you were going to Canada. So right. you said a few things then. So I just want to read, uh, ask you the same thing. Right. Uh, how big a decision was it to leave the Indian national team and go knowing that you will, you can always come back. You're still young enough, so you can right. always come back. Right. How big a decision was it to leave the national team and then go there for a few years, do your masters, make sure you uh, get a job outside and then come back? Uh, I guess it is never an easy decision to leave your national team. And it takes a lot of courage to take that decision to leave the highest level that you're playing at and move on to something new and move on to something different and take on a diff- an altogether different journey. So I guess the decision I took, like I debated with myself for over a year and I was like, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? And then I had listed all the pros and cons of going and not going and like, what, what could I, what could I do and what were the situations and like, you know, what were the decisions that and opportunities that stood for me in the way. But also um, as a player, I always wanted to, I've always wanted to test myself, to test my capabilities, because I feel till the time I am not doing that, I am not learning and I'm not, I am not improving and I'm not developing as a personal player. Because if somebody just keeps on telling me that, oh, you're such a good player, oh, you're such a good player, you, you're like, you know, you're doing this good, you do this good. And then if there's nobody to tell me or if there's nobody to make me realize what I miss at and what my weaknesses are, there's no way I can learn or I can I, or I can improve. So I guess for me, it has always been about testing myself and like, you know, looking at my capabilities and seeing where I like, you know, where I stand a chance to improve and because my journey is like still starting. It's still like, you know, at that learning phase where there's still a lot more to learn. So I guess having that in mind and also considering the financial aspects of the game, considering that in India football is still a sport that is growing and does not have as much of financial support. Like I've said this on record all the time that Women footballers can make a career in the sport, but financially we cannot depend on the game to sustain ourselves. So I guess that was one of the major decisions as well that came in handy for me to make this decision because I always, for me as an individual, for me always academics and sports have gone hand in hand, whether it was in school, whether it was my undergrad when I was back in India or taking the decision to do my master's as well in sports psychology. For me, academics and sports have always gone hand in hand and one cannot be the excuse for the other. And I guess since the beginning, I made it a point to make people realize and understand that you can do good in both. And I guess the results in both the fields, for myself at least, explain that. They are like an explanation for for themselves. So I guess that as well was like one of the decisions that came in handy because I wanted to look at the farther future instead of just looking at 
what was there like the next year. So considering like my father goal and like, you know, like the most important goal, because I have always been a big person in believing that psychology is a major spa, major part of a sports person's life. If we pick up on anybody's life or like any sports teams, um, like, you know, journey, even this, even the Swedish national women's team who, who achieved the bronze medal. So if we actually look at their story as well, their story talks about they brought in a sports psychologist just for the FIFA Women's World Cup and how the Swedish team went on to achieve and achieve because mentally everybody was doing so well and like, you know, they were able to control their nerves and they were able to have a control over themselves. So I guess even having to think about that, I like all of these things just fell perfectly in place for me. And then I was I got in touch here with the coach through someone and then we got in touch and then I was I, I was able to do I was able to get my master's in sports psychology on full scholarship on the basis of my performances with the national team and then um, I was getting to be a part of a professional team here with a professional infrastructure so I guess it was hard to make the decision to leave the national team but the decision to come here came in easy considering all the opportunities that it would provide me further in the future and how dependent and how like you know it would make me a complete developed person in in like in a lot of aspects if not only having my masters but like a developed player but like with a lot more experience and being exposed to a lot more opportunities so i guess that is how the decision came in handy for me and like how i made the decision but but yes it took a lot of debating over the year it, it took over a year debating myself and talking to my family whether I should or I should not. But I, in the end, I make this decision because if not now, then if and every time we just need somebody to start on to a new journey for others to follow. And also, I felt like if I wouldn't do it and if I don't do it right now, probably the others won't have the courage who look up to me to do the same. So I guess I took this decision and now I'm here and everything's going good. So, yeah. Kudos to you. I think that's a great decision. And sports psychology, we need sports people also coming in who knows about the mental side of the game. Right, right. We need people to go on and tell people like, okay, you, this is your skills is just not enough. You need to have right. a head on your shoulders to go far. Right. So in that sense, breaking barriers you were talking about, uh, one of your former teammates, Bala Devi, has moved to Scotland. Right. So, uh, did you have a chance to talk about it? I mean, how big is that? for Indian football, women's football? I guess that that's amazing. I guess that's one of the most amazing, like, you know, accomplishments that Indian women's football has had because we did see Aditi moving out and then I moved out and then now Bala Devi has made a mark in like the first division tier in, in Europe. So I guess that is, we like here as players, it's all about that. I mean, it, it's just like an exploration of what Indian women's football is capable of. It's just a it's just a way of having proper path and proper opportunities for Indian women footballers to showcase their abilities. And I remember when I went back for the for the camp of South Asian Games and Baladevi had just come back from the trial in the camp as well. And I was there for like a few days and I was talking to her about the trial and how did it go and everything. And then she was like, it was really hard and like she was telling me how it was and like how how she did and everything but i guess when i when i got the news i w- i guess i had come back to canada here because 
I could not be a part of the national team because I was suffered, I was dealing with an injury and then I had to go back home and then when I came back here to Canada I got I got to know that she had made the Rangers team and I was and I was literally I was so happy I was like a big smile on my face because I guess Indian women's footballer deserve a lot more than like you know in terms of opportunities that they are actually exposed to because there's so much of talent and players like Bala Devi who have worked so hard all their life and they've given so much to the sport and now they're getting that recognition and they're getting that opportunity to play i guess it's nothing better because at the end it does not only inspire the younger generation but it inspires younger players who play with her to you know to to do more to do better and to be the best and like to keep striving to be the best at the game so i guess it is it is a very big step for women footballers because as well like the the experience that she would get from Scotland to the team the experience that Aditi got from England to the team the experience that I would take from Canada to the team i guess that's what we need being exposed to newer opportunities being exposed to newer environments and taking that back to the national team so that we are better able to adapt to the things that the game throw at us throws at us and like you know being being able to deal with different kinds of players and different kind of situations in the game and i guess it is it is a big positive it is like a big tick mark in like indian women's football and i guess that's what indian women's football is all about there's so much of talent there's so much of capabilities and abilities in all the players it's just that it is not tested as much so i guess it is it was like it was like a big big achievement for indian women's football and i guess like from here i can honestly just see more and more players making their mark in higher and higher levels at in, in like you know in in the world within in in women's football so that w- that was literally my take on it so yeah yes, i mean there is absolute i this year uh, the iwl happened in bangalore and right. so i was able to cover almost all the games and right the level that i saw i was very very i was actually pleasantly surprised also Because I knew right. that we had good players, but I didn't right. know how good some of the teams were put together. Right, right. I was, and uh, like you said, uh, I think there are more people who can potentially go out. That Grace Tangney really stood out during this year. Right. Uh, so, uh, but at the same time, when I looked at it, when they came to the IWL, the turf was shit, and it was yeah. done at a very terrible afternoon in the heat. Like I was sitting, and I had a headache by just sitting in the stands. So right. I can't imagine what the players are actually going through. So, right, right. do you feel over the years that uh, the level or whatever opportunities you're given, or what or the quality that you've been given in terms of opportunities improved since you've come onto the scene? I started. I've played like I played from like the first edition of IWL to the third, and I just did not play the last one. So I guess. the level has improved massively because the first edition of IWL when i was playing for fc pune city there were only five 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 teams or six teams and we literally just had to play against each other and like the level was not as great as it is now and the level of competition that we get and by the time i started playing for gokulam it was like the level was like so it was like really high it literally there was like a hike straight hike with like the level of women footballers and the number of teams as well because the first edition was six and the next edition was five and then the, there was a straight hike in like the number of teams that came and participated 
So I guess with the opportunities that are being provided, also for the national team, because the national women's team got so much of exposure. The national team women players got so much to play and like they got so many matches to play and they got themselves to test against so many different teams and some of the higher ranked teams in Asia as well. So I guess definitely the level has increased massively since when I started playing the first edition and till now because I did follow a lot of games as well of IWL and I was in constant touch with my friends who were playing and I was talking to them about how it is going how IWL was going so I guess it is it is like and all I, I could get like the feedback was all so positive about the game about the women players about the teams so I guess all in all it has been a really really good platform and definitely it's increasing given that it is still not like a major game and it's still like in its in, in, in it, it is in its developing phase because we can see like the from the first edition Till like the edition that happened in Bangalore, there are a lot more people who are turning out to watch the games and to see the game and to support the women footballers, which is give, in turn giving the women footballers an opportunity to work harder and harder, seeing that, yes, we can do something professional in the sport. So I guess it has improved massively. And also, like, there are a lot more opportunities for women footballers and a lot more platforms for women footballers to test themselves. Also, given that IWL is a platform where you can play with the national team players and you can also play against the national team players. So for the new budding players and like the new players who are coming and who want to be a woman footballer, who look to be a woman footballer in the professional world, can actually understand the game and can actually see what it is like to play with the national team players and play against and what is the level that they need to play at. So I guess it is a very good platform for improvement of players, development of players and like hunting the talent that's there and like you know just just like having a mere understanding of the game at the final was full the stands yeah. were full i was there it was great atmosphere it is like right. one of the old uh, bsc games and they used to play in the same stadium five six years, right. six, seven years, seven years ago yeah so right. it was a great atmosphere and uh, yeah i mean i thoroughly enjoyed the entire tournament to be honest now let's talk about you and your national team career Right. You debuted when you were 18, uh, yeah. and then won that uh, two saps. Yeah. And uh, you were the MVP in the last second one, and you scored yeah. that uh, free kick in the final. So, how could how would you encapsulate your entire national team journey from from getting a debut actually? Uh, my debut for the national team was in South Asian Games, so. Like my journey literally went on from my first two tournaments with the national team were like the first, the very most important tournaments for the national, for the Indian team, which was like South Asian Games, SAF, and then we had AFC qualifiers, and then um, we had like some a few friendlies against Malaysia, and then we had Cardiff, and then we had, um, then we had like again the exposure, the Olympic qualifiers, and then the last SAF that happened, and then the Olympic qualifiers round two. So I guess my journey with the national team has been a big ride from when it started because I still remember the first day with the senior national team. I was kind of nervous, and I was I was only 18, and I was like, oh my god, like what is it going to be like playing with like the senior teams who we've only just heard stories about. And then there you go, you're sitting in like the same room as all the senior players you've just heard stories about. And then there's Bemim Devi sitting, there's Bala Devi sitting, and like there are all the senior players. And then you just don't know as an 18-year-old what to do. And then, uh, 
So I was just practicing with them and I was playing with them. And then I got in South Asian Games in the first, in the opening game against Maldives. I still remember, like I have that picture so clear in my head and I can still envision it in front of me. <laughs> so I got, I, so like the coach was telling the first 11 and there he, he named me as a rightful back in like the first 11. And I was like, oh my God, like my first tournament, my my first time ever with the senior national team and I get to start in the opening match and I I could not get a hold of my nerves and like I was really happy and I was I was I was proud of myself that I could do it and I could work hard and get that spot for myself but I was all nerves I was so nervous and anxious thinking that this is a very important tournament that I'm going in and I'm going in in the first 11 and I have to like you know I have to will I be good enough or will I do a lot of mistakes and will I not live up to the expectations of the team? So there was a lot going in my mind. And then the game started and then I got the opportunity. There were definitely a lot of mistakes that I did. And um, from there going on, we won the South Asian games and then SAF came in and then I played. I, I remember the SAF that happened was in uh, it was either in Bangladesh, it was in one of the nearby countries, or it was, no, SAF was in West Bengal. SAF happened in West Bengal, I remember, because South Asian Games was in Shillong, and SAF happened in West Bengal. And then I still remember, like, that was my major tournament, that was where I started getting even more comfortable with the national team, and I started playing, and then I became, like, a regular first 11 player for the team and since then I went on to play a lot more tournaments friendlies and like that's how I started it's just like with time and with playing more and more matches the players who come in new and like the players who have been already in the senior team they get a chance to interact and get comfortable with each other on the field and I guess it took me a lot more time to get comfortable with the team was because before we did not used to have a lot more matches. We did not even have IWL at that time when I started playing so that I could get comfortable with the players and I knew who the player, players were. So like, it was kind of a very pretty uncomfortable situation where I did not know anybody and I was literally being exposed to something totally new coming from U19. And now it is a lot more like it has changed and like after that when I was playing with the national team there was a lot that I got to learn I could work on myself I could interact with players I got to know people so I guess since then it has been like it it shows in the performance of not only us as players but as as a team because we saw a lot of senior players moving out of the team and a lot of younger players coming in and how when we got the exposure trips that we did how everybody got so much more comfortable and then our performances so I guess from when I started playing to now, when I look at myself, there has been a huge transition of me as a player and of the team as well. But all in all, it has been like a very, very, it has been a ride where I've got to learn so much, where I've got to develop myself into a better person, a better human and a better player. So it all started with not the best, but I would say with the SAF, with the Olympic qualifiers, it kind of ended with like a better result and like a player that I would want myself to be like. And like, you know, and just take it ahead and take it forward and take it higher from there and do better and better than I can for the national team. Would you say winning the SAF and scoring that goal was the highest point in your career so far? 
or is this something but, but else? Personally, personally, scoring that goal because I have scored long range goals for like the clubs and like for the other teams that I've played for, but I so never got a chance. I did for I scored for yeah. Gokulam, I scored for FC Pune City, and I scored for India in India Rush as well when I played for them. Yeah. So I guess I have scored those kind of goals for all the clubs that I've played for and all the teams that I've played for, but it never I never got the opportunity to do it for the national team, for like the senior national team. So I guess doing that was like a personal like it was like a personal highest point. I wouldn't even say like the highest point, but like it was like a personal achievement. I would say and getting the MVP was like my first international individual trophy so I guess definitely it was one of the highest points in my career which gave me confidence and which made me understand because and along the way when I was when I wasn't really getting that opportunity and like when I when it wasn't really coming along it kind of diminishes the confidence as a player of you start to not believe in yourself that you cannot do it like you know like you do not, you have you have you you don't have what it takes and everything but having scored that goal because i remember in the semi final against bangladesh as well i got a goal like the first goal in the semi final match and then we went into the final and i still remember people talking that because i remember that our coach we our coach had a chocolate and obviously we were not allowed to have desserts and we were not allowed to have sweets so the coach had had a chocolate and the coach was like i will give it to whoever scores the first goal in the semi final match against bangladesh and i got the first goal and i got the chocolate and then the final match she she again she was like i have a chocolate again and whoever scores the first goal gets it and then there was like a joke okay it's like that uh, there was like a joke and i joked around i was like yeah like today also like the chocolate is mine and i'm going to take it like i'm going to score the first goal and i'm going to take it so and then i went on into the game and then the free kick opportunity came in and i still remember the girl like the teammate ratan bala was there with me and then i guess all the team members it's like sometimes you just need somebody to knock on your head and be like you know you've got this you can do it so like she came up to me and then she was like don't think anything just go for the goal you know you can do it just go for the goal she was like tu maar pura tu pura maar and i was like okay <laughs> i kept the ball i spoke I to ratanpala so she you just the way you said it is exactly yeah. the way i would envision her saying it also <laughs> yeah and then i i went back i took the steps and i just took a deep breath and i just went for the kick and i got it and like you know since then it has just been like a personal learning of how you need to believe in yourself that you can do something because till the time i did not believe in like because i was actually waiting for someone to tell me and like i guess ratan bala coming to me and telling me like you know you can go for it and go for the goal that kind of gave me that confidence and that made me understand that i am cap- what am i capable of so i guess getting that goal and getting that um getting the mvp and like winning the tournament has been like a personal achievement and like a personal learning of growth and development for myself as a player and as an individual in general so yeah i would call it one of the highest in my life as well but yeah it has been it has been like a huge huge learning so since then every time you get a free kick from let's say 30 35 yards as that was you feel like you can go for it now 
I I like I always felt I could go for it. But I remember that when even when we were like going through our exposure trips, there were a few free kicks that I would get and like I would take the free kick. I would rather I would either hit the bar or like I would just miss it by like a centimeter, like I would miss it by an inch near the goalpost and like the ball would go and like when I was doing it over and over again and like I was I was missing the goals and I was missing the goals and I still remember my mom kept on telling me don't worry Dalima I'll come at the right time it will come at the right time and then I kept on going I kept on trying because I still remember like all the free kicks and the exposure trips because the exposure matches gave me time to practice those kind of free kicks against the teams that we were playing and then I remember I used to take a lot of free kicks and like I used to take most of the free kicks and then I would miss it I would hit the bar and then I was kind of losing that confidence in myself somewhere with the free kicks because I would try and every time it would just hit the bar it would go out like by a centimeter or like a meter and then I was like like you know like it's not coming it's not happening maybe I've lost the touch and maybe I've lost lost like I can, maybe I cannot like you know score more goals but that was something that I've done all my life, but that I was losing confidence just because I couldn't do it in like those two periods, two, two months. So then I still remember my mom, mom saying like, you know, Dalima, don't worry, it will come at the right time. Keep going for it, keep going for it. And then when I kept, kept when, in, the, in the final match, when I kept the ball and I was like, don't think anything, you've got it. You've done it in, you've done it before in the past. You've got it, you've got it. And then I just kept the ball and I went for it and I, and I got it. So I guess it just made me realize like I was just putting myself in a situation or like at a place in my in my own head that did not exist. And like for me, I was somewhere hiding or like, you know, forgetting what I was capable of. So I guess that's where like through me, like even like my personal understanding of the game and my personal learning and how my brain has worked all along and like how mentally I have played the game before and after the match I guess that also like makes me a lot more interested in studying sports psychology and like you know how like that affects the game because for me as personally as a player I've seen it and how that has affected so I guess um, it was not something that I think that I could not do it but there were like certain situations that made me think like of not being able to get a goal that maybe you're not capable of it. But I guess that one goal that I, the goal that I got against Bangladesh in the semi-final gave me a lot more confidence that I can, that I can score goals. I'm capable of scoring goals. Even if I'm playing as a defender for the national team, I'm capable of scoring goals. Then the free kick, I guess it was the goal that I got in the semi-final was the build up to the final goal because that was that provided me confidence but I guess scoring against Nepal that free kick goal that I got for the Indian national team because I did not score any free kick goal for the national team before so I guess getting that goal has been a major confidence boost for myself and for my capabilities and myself it's such a mental thing right it is you know that was standing bended like uh, Dalima at that time. Right. So right. everyone remembers uh, the amazing goal that Beckham, the free kick he scored against Greece right. to qualify. But if you look at that match, he had six, seven free kicks that went all over the place. Right. But he backed himself to get it at the last minute. Um, right. So it's such a mental thing, and it's a way in, uh, for you to study that as well and to experience right. it must be something right. else altogether. 
Right, definitely, because like honestly, for me, the mental aspect of the game has been so important. And as individuals, and as players, and as people who are part of the sports industry, tend to neglect it so much, which is which can cause a huge, like you know, negative affect to the team. Because a lot of times we do not realize it, but. mentally if the player is not present on the field or if it's the mentally if the player is not ready no matter what physical capabilities you are you cannot use your physical capabilities to the best of your uh performance so i guess like that for me has been like you know a personal goal to achieve to introduce the mental aspect to the physical aspect of the game because in india i've seen the two of the things to be very different components but they're not Like they're supposed to be brought together and worked on because in India we do see a lot of mental barriers and like the stereotypes that the women players have to go through. And I guess there's there's a lot more apart from the game and even related to the game that a woman athlete in in our country has to go through. And like you know, there's already so much going on in her mind as a woman athlete too. Like you know, and there's there's constant pressure of making a point of of proving a point, being a woman athlete that I can do it to get the support of the people. So I guess, and and it only makes me wonder that what if we introduce the mental aspect of the game, and if we actually include psychological part to the physical aspect of the game, and only what wonders it will do to the players and like you know to the sport in general. So I guess for me, I have always been a strong believer of, um, of of having of. looking at the overall development instead of just the physical aspect of the game and like you know looking at the other components as well and how they affect the performance and i guess that is what also that i'm something that i'm studying here and also um i get to learn because here in the team we have sports psychologists and they work with us and i have seen and have personally experienced because we have sports psychology sessions before our matches and then we peer with a sports psychologist we are doing a lot of mental relaxation techniques and like you know we have we also go for like individual sessions if we want and how that really affects the game because we play a game and the next day we have to play a game again and it's with one of the tougher opponents and like everybody physically even though everybody is trained and like mentally when we talk to a sports psychologist we feel better and like a performance totally changes the performance of the players totally changes the performance of the team totally changes so i guess it has been great to have that insight as well and to see how it works and like you know to be able to get an understanding of how you can work with the team and how you can work with a player being the sports psychologist and how you can combine the two has been great so for me it will always be a thing that mental physical emotional all the aspects work together for like the development of the player it just cannot be physical Yeah, absolutely. I mean, psychology. Even for some, I went for a few sessions, therapy sessions, right. just because I wanted to do, see what I can do and improve. And right. subsequently, I've done a lot. I had some stress issues at that time, but some subsequ- right. subsequently, I've been more productive in life in general. So right. maybe, do you feel like in India we neglected even from a like a point of view, like sorry, layman's point of view, like me? you don't expect me to be like you know mentally strong and to face these kind of things but even for someone like me it actually helps so do you feel like you neglect that side also yeah like we we do neglect that part a lot because if we actually look at the people who suffer through mental instability and like it's not only that you need to go to a psychologist 
if you have like a mental disorder no but like also sometimes when you're really stressed you you can approach a psychologist so that there is someone to help you give the perspective of like to give you different perspectives and how you can handle the situation and how how you can move through the situation because even here it's not that i that i suffered through depression and i suffered through a lot like you know through like you know any problem no but like i would approach the psychologist and i would approach my sports psychologist and i would still talk to him about like you know of how what opportunities were coming my way and like you know how stressed i felt about it and like you know what i could do and like you know people expect the psychologist to give them answers the psychologist won't give you an answers but like they he will like like she will try to make you understand of the ways of like you know this of what you can do to make you understand what you actually want to do to make yourself aware and i guess in the in our society we actually we kind of neglect the importance of that part because somewhere that stereotype has still been there that you must be mad you must be crazy if you're going to a psychologist and i guess that is something that really troubles me that you do not have to like you know label someone as crazy or like as mad to be going to a sports psychologist because you if you go to a doctor is because you fall in sick and like even sometimes when you haven't fallen sick you just need some health advice you go to a doctor that does not mean you're crazy or like you're mad but like you see like there's something going wrong and like something that you can improve about your health and i guess that's something that a lot of indian families and like you know indian like a lot of people in our society tend to neglect that and they try to give it a label which is which totally just does not do justice and we have experienced so many people committing suicide especially in india and like you know going through difficult situations which they otherwise would not if they were exposed to a psychologist or like they were exposed to somebody to just to talk about openly about what was going on in their head and the reason going to a psychologist helps is because you would not have judgments there the person will not judge you for who you are or like for what you share with them or like what you tell them but like that person would give you an honest opinion a realistic opinion about where you stand about what you're doing and what you can do so and i guess at the end of the day as human beings that is what we require not for somebody to label us with like you're crazy you're mad you're this you're that but like you know to give us the the honest reality like you know the true reality of life of where we stand and what we can do so that we actually have a better understanding of ourselves to personally grow and improve ourselves and i guess i have seen that being neglected a lot and even if we look at the sports industry i don't think i guess only the hockey team got the got a sports psychologist on board and except for that i haven't seen or i haven't heard of any team having a sankaj jaswani has his brother right but not 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 uh, maybe cricketers right. i don't know on a person capacity yeah right because like even when i'm stud- when i study psychology i remember when i was doing my undergraduate in psychology uh people used to come to me and they used to like oh you can read my mind and i was like no i cannot read your mind <laughs> i cannot read your mind but like i can help you with what's going on in your mind by looking at your behavior like you know looking at what you're doing i can help you with controlling your mind and like you know helping i can help you with what's going on in your mind but i cannot read your mind 
and then I still remember a few people telling me I'm thinking something tell me what am I thinking tell me what's going on in my mind I was like I'm not a mind reader I cannot like you know I'm not I can I don't do magic I'm just like learning how to be you have just said something you were thinking this you just didn't know <laughs> right but like that is the kind of thinking that still exists and I guess that is something that needs to be changed because we don't understand it right now but unintentionally we are neglecting a huge part and like a huge side that needs to be addressed so and with me coming here doing like studying sports psychology one of my major goals is to be able to address this that issue and like you know what negative affects it has been happening on the game on the sports and on on human beings in general absolutely my friend told me it worked amazingly for her in her career and stuff so i thought i'll just give it a go so then i came back and i was telling everyone you have to go all my friends like you have to go it'll be great for you at least you will have some streamlined uh, thoughts in your head at the very least right so, uh, so now moving away from all this hard topics uh, few tidbits here and there yeah. what is your favorite position you play defense right side uh, of defense midfield so what what do you like to play uh my favorite position has always been a central midfielder because that was the position i started playing actually when i was when i started playing u14 india i started as a striker and then i came to u16 i came as a center midfielder and then u19 i came to center back and senior team i moved to the right side and now for the senior team i play all the three positions so it's like I have I'm I'm a player who has adapted to various positions and now I've been playing on the right side for a long time. For the Bisons I play as a right winger. I play right out as in the midfield and like for the national team I play in the defense line as a center back or like as the right full back. My favorite my all-time favorite position has always been a central midfielder because it just gives me that space and give me gives me that time to attempt those long range goals and like you know to go for attack but like to be able to help for defense as well but i guess nowadays because i'm more exposed to the right side i'm enjoying that position as well but i have to if i have to name one my most favorite or like the position that i would always go for is like a central midfielder don't you feel easier to play on the right because you don't have to look back because it's a byline nobody's going to come from there <laughs> i know like that is, to look around right? that is that is an easy part of it but i guess there's no thrill there because like when you're playing in the center you have so many more opportunities you there's so much more that you can do as a player and that like you can be so much more creative but when you're playing on the wing like one of the reasons i like to play on the wing is because i i love running and I, that's what i get to do when i'm playing as a wing even as a full back if you've seen my matches you would see me going for overlaps a lot because I love I love running and like that position gives me the opportunity to run as much as I want and wherever I want but when I'm playing as a central midfielder it gives me the opportunity to be really creative but I cannot run because I have to hold that position in the center so I guess just for that because it allows me to be a lot more creative I I love that position and I would go for that position anytime but if I have to play on the right I enjoy playing on the on the side as well because it gives me the opportunity to run and like i can put on long put in long crosses and everything so yeah so uh what is the funniest thing that's happened to you on a football field I, we were playing against nepal i guess something happened but i was going for the ball and the ref did not call it as a foul but like the 
the the girl from Nepal was holding my T-shirt, and like nothing happened to the T-shirt, but like the moment we reached the the near the bench of the Nepal team. My, I heard like I heard my T-shirt tearing, and then the next thing that I know is I turned and like my T-shirt was like it was I, I wasn't having the T-shirt like it was on my face and I couldn't see anything. <laughs> so I guess there was like a funny moment because I remember like she was running with me and then I don't even know when she held my T-shirt and I hear my T-shirt tearing into pieces and then like I like it did not actually tear like it, there was no like like you know like a tear tear but like I could hear the threads coming apart and then. <laughs> The next thing that I know is when I turn, my T-shirt was on my face, and there's a picture of it as well, like from <laughs> from the matches. The, my T-shirt was on my face, and I couldn't see what was happening. And the next thing that I know is the ball was with my center back, and I was like, "What happened?" And they were like, "We don't even know as well." Mm-hmm. So like, I guess that that is one of the weirdest thing that I can remember from what happened. Some things are funny in context, right? Yeah. Because- then you uh, there was this uh, this IWL this time you this Grace and Ratanbala are childhood friends. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they were playing in the same team, and mm-hmm. you could hear uh, every time Ratanbala was playing on the left and Grace was on the right. She was crossing. She was screaming, "Dangme, dangme!" <laughs> every time yeah. she was crossing, and every so I was just standing there and watching me and a couple of other journalists. Every time yeah. she's going to head it, somebody other from the same team will jump and. intercepted so they were heading out or uh, under the ball right. or too much over the ball right. and then here bang this dangme shouting like stop she's yeah. sitting at me <laughs> she's free at the far post so yeah. these kind of things i don't know if it cancels but when you actually watch it it's quite yeah. funny because it keeps happening yeah. right honestly because for the national team i play as a right full back i have dangme grace as a right winger in front of me and i have ratan bala So like it's a triangle of Dagmay Grace, Ratan Bala, and me. And I'm pretty sure there are a lot more funny situations that have happened because when we used to go out in the halftime, we used to laugh about whatever we used to do and whatever used to happen because it's Ratan Bala, Dagmay Grace, and then I am there. So like we're a triangle, and like we are always talking on the field, and like you know we're always doing weird and stupid things, and sometimes we're trying to be creative, and it turns out to be something really funny, and then. i remember like we we used to go in the half time we used to laugh about it and like you know at the at the full time we used to go and talk about it but there are a lot more things i'm pretty sure like they must have happened but like there's nothing in particular that i remember or that i can't remember as of now <laughs> so who's the <laughs> this is the final question who's the best player you've played with the best player i've played with in the national team anyway uh, Um, I would say in the national team, the best player that I've ever played with is Bala Devi. Like I, I admire her hard work that she puts in, and I admire her confidence that she has on the ball, and like you know how swiftly she moves and the way she portrays herself. I guess that is commendable, and and her being able to. Her being able to work hard and like put in that much of effort at this age as well, and moving on to Europe and making that mark is commendable, and like you know it just provides us with that little ray of hope that like you know like right now we're very young, but at least even when if we keep working hard and we reach that age, we can still achieve and like you know we can we still we can still be capable of achieving much more. So I guess it has to be. Uh, I would say it has to be Bala Devi, one of the best players that I've played with. Really good players.
I've never seen her play live. It's just a sad thing. Uh, oh, you've never seen her play? Not live. I've seen her play on TV, but or right. like, streaming and all, but never. It's a different thing when you see them live. You see the speed That's and, true. and yeah. the power and the kicks and all those kind of things. Right. It's uh, something I missed out on. Hopefully, right. she'll at some point she'll come down and uh, I'll be able to watch her play. But, Hopefully, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the best I've seen is uh, Dang Mei in this yeah. this year this season. She was just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You also, I have seen only very little live, actually. You haven't person. seen in person very little because okay. you played on all these different tours, right? Like, yeah. Uh, like you said, so you watch on TV, sorry, on that stream, that grainy yeah. stream, and where the camera doesn't really move. <laughs> so like that, but right. it's a different feeling to watch people live. Live, yeah, that's true. Yeah, when they are right there running, and you can hear the touch how she's. soft it is or how hard right. that touches and stuff like right. so, yeah. yeah so anyway, you've been a great sport uh, thank you so much for your time and uh, hopefully you'll come back soon and we'll get to do another piece sitting side by side rather than <laughs> on, uh, you know, skype or whatever on stuff like that so uh, all the best to you thank you thank you for having me and i guess it was always a lot more it was it was a lot of fun talking and there was a lot more that i could talk about apart from football as well and like the psychological part of the game as well and like just in general about football so i guess it was a lot of fun talking about football and i and i love enjoy i i, I just i just love it and i enjoy talking about it, about it and thank you for having me as first woman footballer <laughs> on on the podcast it's it's an honor and yeah hopefully like i'm i'm honestly i'm looking forward to when i can come back to india and i can play for the national team as well because it's been a long time but whenever covid-19 permits i'll be there and i'll hopefully hopefully i'll get to play soon <laughs> yeah hopefully we'll all get to see you soon too and uh, next time we'll have an exclusive talk only on the psychological side of the game because i'm fascinated <laughs> by it too. and the only person who's spoken about it in football is sunil and right. the only thing he said Okay. he said it in hindi so i'm not very fluent right, right. said kutte bharosa nahi hai to kis pe kaun like koi aur kyu bharosa karega pitch pe something like that right. yeah so that's the maximum <laughs> that we have spoken <laughs> so yeah i would love to have this conversation exclusively on the Definitely. psychological side of football and sport in general sure. it's sure. fascinating to me yeah so uh, thank you so much for your time hopefully i'll see you soon uh, stay okay. safe right right ஆட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட